Welcome to Frontline Voices, a podcast by the Natural Resources Council of Maine. We all all share a love for Maine's environment. Every day, decisions are made that could impact our woods, waters, wildlife, and climate. Join us as we share stories of Mainers working to build healthier communities and protect what makes Maine so special. 100,000 heat pumps in Maine. Yep, you heard that right. More than 100,000 heat pumps have been installed by Mainers, and every day more and more are installed. Without a doubt, heat pumps are a runaway success story for Maine, making our state an incredible example for the rest of the nation. Um, Electrifying our heating and transportation systems, powering it with new sources of clean energy, That's not only the backbone of Maine's climate action plan, it's also reflected in the recent federal climate bill that was passed. Um, And as with so many environmental policies, Maine got a head start on this and we're leading the way. Um, So I'm your host, Colin Durant, and today uh, we're gonna speak with one of the organizations at the center of this exciting transition in how we heat and cool our homes and buildings. Andy Meyer is the senior program manager at Efficiency Maine. Lately, he's been busy responding to a number of inquiries from across the nation about why Mainers are embracing heat pumps. Andy, welcome to Frontline Voices. Colin, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. Well, so Andy, to get us started, can you just tell us what a heat pump is? What makes it so attractive to Mainers who have, you know, for too long been dependent on uh, expensive oil and gas to heat their homes? Well, quite simply, a heat pump is a super efficient, reversible air conditioner. Like all other air conditioners in the summer, it takes heat from indoors and it releases it outdoors and it cools the house. But then in the winter, they can reverse and they can take heat from the outdoors, even when it's bitterly cold, and release that heat indoors to heat the house. And the reason Mainers love them is because they save a lot of money. They're about half the price of oil or propane and they provide year-round comfort. All of them produce heat, which is why people buy them. But then on those increasingly hot summers that we have, all heat pumps that we rebate also offer air conditioning and dehumidification, and they also can serve as a ceiling fan. So they they get, end up, they start off saving a lot of money to end up making you comfortable all year long. I mean, what's not to like about that? Well, we've got a lot of people love them. Everyone loves them. Yeah. Well, so I just wanted to, you talked a little bit about this, but is there anything more? I, I think the technology here used by heat pumps is pretty amazing. Um, is, is there any more that you, you think listeners should know about how heat pumps actually work, what that technology is sort of behind the scenes and what makes them so efficient? Well, I think the, the, the how, we can go into that, but I think really the magic is how much. So when we mm-hmm. say super efficient, um, Heating systems, really good combustion heating systems get 80, 90, sometimes in the perfect mode, they can get up to close to 95% efficient. Heat pumps get anywhere from 300 to 400 to 450% efficient. So when I say super efficient, I'm talking not 5% more, but hundreds of percent more efficient than any combustion system. So that is why Mm. Efficiency Maine loves them. And that's how they can be, how they can cut costs in half. And then when I say they work, they're very powerful. Uh, heat pumps a few, many years ago, a decade ago, didn't really work very well for heating below, say, positive 30 degrees. And then they got down to 2010, zero, negative five. Most of them work just fine at negative 15 degrees Fahrenheit. And some of them 
will heat a house or produce heat to heat a house at negative 30 degrees Fahrenheit. And that's not including wind chill. Uh, heat pumps love wind chill. That's why they mm -hmm. have fans on them. Um, so mm -hmm. I think the, the degree of the efficiency and the capacity, I think that might be of interest to listeners beyond um, they work like a reversible, super efficient air conditioner. Right. That's incredible. Well, so one of my favorite things about traveling about uh, traveling around Maine um, is literally wherever you are, you're going to see heat pumps on the side of it. Like literally wherever you are, you're going to see heat pumps on the sides of buildings. We were just in Rumford for a school vacation week, did some skiing at Black Mountain, which is fantastic, by the way. And we saw them all over the place on people's homes. Um, and that's a place that gets uh, wicked cold, but let's let's just dig into that hundred thousand number I mentioned earlier. What what do you think make has made that success so po possible? Well, uh, you're right, Colin. They are everywhere. They started in Arista County and they've come down south, which is interesting um, because mm. that's pretty cold, a lot colder than Rumford. Um, and we're talking a uh, hundred thousand in a home that in a state that only has six hundred thousand homes. So yeah. When you drive down the street, you see them on oceanfront mansions, you see them on mobile homes, you see them on cabins and houses. And if you don't see them, it's because they're on the back of the house. Um, mm. they, they are all over the place. Um, we're rebating now a hundred every day. It's, it's wow. really a revolution. Like we've never seen anything take off before. And there are several reasons that we, they've taken off in Maine uh, and they've taken off in Vermont as well. One is um, from an efficiency point of view, we're blessed with old leaky homes, um, makes them very expensive to heat with an expensive heating system. And we live in a cold climate, which combines with leaky old homes to make heating very expensive. If you have to heat one or two days a year, you're not gonna save a whole lot of money. But if you're heating for call it six months a year, there's a lot of money to be saved. So um, old housing stock, cold climate, um, and expensive fuels um, mm -hmm. contributes to this. Most of the country heats with natural gas, which is much less expensive. We're heating with propane, which is the most expensive way to heat a house, and oil, which mm -hmm. is very expensive. Um, and Mainers, uh, Yankees in general, are very thrift-oriented. We don't like to waste money. Um, so you got old, cold, uh, expensive, and, and frugal homeowners it combines uh, to make for a, a ripe marketplace. And then we got really lucky in Maine with our installers. There are, we recruited 20 installers 13 years ago and stopped recruiting at that point. We now have over 700 installers. Wow. And they're all good. Yeah. Um, we inspect thousands of homes every year and we talk to the homeowners in private without the installers around. You wouldn't believe how much they love all the installers. We've got probably 80 or 90% of homeowners rate their heat pump experience a nine or 10 on a scale of zero to 10. I mean, that doesn't typically happen with contractors. There's a lot that can go wrong. And we have fabulous, fabulous contractors in Maine and they're, they're on efficiencyofmaine.com, they're listed there. And then the last thing we touched on a moment ago is we don't didn't generally need air conditioning a few years mm -hmm. ago. But now, I mean, it would always cool. Down. It might get hot during the day, but it would always cool down at night. You could just open the windows, let the house cool down, shut the windows in the morning as you pull down the shades and you make it through till the next night. And now I think we're all experiencing one day, two day, three day, one week, two week, three week stretches where it just never cools down. Um, and you just can't keep a house insulated for weeks on end. So people are increasingly appreciating the, the value of air conditioning. And when I say air conditioning, I also mean um, 
heat pumps can be set to dehumidify mode. They don't mm -hmm. have to be air conditioning or just fan mode. So I think those are some of the factors that contribute to Maine's uh, rapid adoption of this new technology. The dehumidifier function is one of my favorite, by the way. Um, it, I, 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 it, I think you're right, and I love what you said. It really is, I think, a testament to Mainer's practical approach here. I mean, it's just a solution that makes sense, right? Um, and and really appreciate that shout out too to the all the installers. They do the hard work to to get it done. They're doing um, all the work, all yeah, the work, and a great job sure. of it. With a lot of demand, like you said. Um, so can you? As you said, heat pumps make sense uh, most financially. They also make sense for our environment. But can you dig into a, a little into those cost savings? What can people? What do you tell people that they can expect to see when they install a heat pump? We get asked that a lot, and it's a really good question because it's probably the primary driver of heat pumps, and um, it, it can be complex. We try and make it simple. We've got a calculator on efficiencymain.com, and you can customize it to your house. If you're using oil or kerosene or propane or natural gas, whatever it is, you can adjust it to your own house, and you'll see how much it would cost. Let's say you're using oil with a forced hot water boiler, and you know what you pay or how many gallons you burn. You put it into the calculator, and it'll backwards calculate and say, okay, now we know how much your house needs. This is what it would cost to heat your house with propane or electric baseboard or heat pumps. So people can use that calculator. Rough rule of thumb that I use is right now, oil and propane are about twice the cost of heating with a heat pump. So if you're spending $2,400 a year on oil or propane, it'd cost you about half that, $1,200, and you'd be saving $1,200 a year if you switch to heat pump. Um, and they're also about half the cost of running an air conditioner. So that's the rule of thumb I use is it depends how, how much oil or propane you're using. But take that bill, cut it in half, we'd give you a pretty good estimate of what you'd save. Well, that's a good deal. Uh, um, part of the reason Maine's heat pumps are getting so much attention right now is that they perform so well during the recent extreme cold snap that we experienced, shattering that preconceived notion, mostly fed by fossil fuel companies, that heat pumps don't perform well in the winter. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about what you heard from people across the state about their experiences and what we need to know about heat pumps in the cold? You talked about that range earlier now that they operate in, but um, what did you hear from people about their experience in that cold snap? And it was cold. Oh, yeah, it was. It was <laughs> negative 13 at my house. I'm yeah. Wind chill. Um, we hear a, a, a range. People who have heat pumps that got rebates and are what's called cold climate heat pumps. Um, we hear from them before the cold snap worried. And then we hear about from them afterwards that they were delighted and we don't hear from them again. They're glad they got heat pumps and they feel really good about cold snaps. Um, there are some heat pumps though. In fact, most heat pumps, they're not eligible for rebates, but most heat pumps that are for sale today don't work in Maine's climate. They're designed for temperate climates uh, down mm. the south where they may need heating when it drops to 50 or 40 degrees. Um, but the ones that we rebate um, are cold climate heat pumps. And as long as you make clear to your installer, I wanna use this for heat right here in Maine, they'll select the heat pumps that can keep you warm um, all through the winter. And any temperature that Maine can throw at it, I, the properly selected heat pump will do just fine. Yeah, that was an important point I read about in one of these articles. Basically, if you are um, getting a heat pump and you're getting a rebate from Efficiency Maine, from your organization, from your agency, then you can be confident that it's going to operate in because th those are the only ones you 
um, rebate. So another reason to get a rebate through um, efficiency main, which we'll talk about in a second. Can we just get practical for a second? One of the things that I have loved about actually, uh, you know, we installed a couple of heat pumps and and got the rebate, but then you guys have done this great follow-up education in advance of winter and summer and, and with tips and, and um, resources for how to optimize their heat pumps. So could you just, what are your top tips for um, how, what you, how you recommend people optimize their heat pump performance? First, let's start in the winter. Um, well, um, I'm glad that you, that's been helpful. Heat pumps is one of the few things we rebate that uh, depend on user behavior. If you put in an LED light bulb, you will absolutely positively guaranteed save electricity every time you, you can't use a light bulb wrong. If you put in insulation, you will save. There's nothing you need to do. But a heat pump, um, you interact with it, and depending how you use it will impact how much you save. So the first thing is, no matter how cold it gets, use your heat pump first and mm -hmm. continue to use it at all temperatures. There's been some confusion about, uh, based on heat pumps in the South that are not designed for cold weather, at what temperature should you turn your heat pump off? And the, temp the answer in Maine is, if it's a cold climate heat pump, you, you shouldn't turn it off. So that's the first point I want to make is hang in there, have faith. These things are designed, they are terrific in the cold. Even the properly selected ones are absolute tigers in the cold. Um, as far as once, now that you're committed to use the heat pump all winter, things you can do to make it performance best is they have little dust filters, as you know, um, that you just slide out, rinse under the sink or vacuum and slide back in. You don't have to buy a new one, just clean it. It's much like a clothes dryer lint trap. Uh, it's, it's nothing fancy, it's just a screen that captures a lint. So rinsing or vacuuming the indoor dust filter is one thing. Another is not, things not critical, but if these things are running in the fall when the leaves are falling down, sometimes they'll inhale a leaf uh, on their out, on the radiator on the outside unit. And you just go with your hand and pick them off. Don't, don't use a shovel or a broom or just gently pick them off. You don't want to bend the fins. This is not critical, but if you want to make sure it's doing its absolute best, just take a look and see if it's got a leaf or two back there and take them off. Um, if for some reason the heat pump is not heaping up to the temperature you want, don't look at the temperature, just turn it up. Um, it might be in the bitter, bitter cold. You might need to turn the thermostat up just to achieve the temperature setting you want. Um, I've not found that, but if you have um, heat pumps that are right on the verge of being big enough, um, boosting the thermostat actually does help. Um, and the last thing is when you're using a heat pump in a bitter, bitter cold, uh, make sure you put the fan on auto so you allow it to adjust its fan speed, indoor fan speed, to whatever it needs to. Or if you want to boost it and send it to a, the heat to another room that's far away, then you could go on manual fan speed and boost it to a high speed. Um, those would be some of the things we recommend uh, once you've committed to use a heat pump all winter long, if you really need to maximize the potential, those would be some things people could consider. And we have those tips on efficiencymain.com, and I'm glad you've been getting them at home. We send them out to rebate recipients as well. Yeah, it's great. Well, um, as you've mentioned, they also provide cooling dehumidification in the summer. Are there any special tips for the summer, or do, does most of what you talked about earlier hold true? Um, well, actually, there are, it's, it's different in the summer. Yeah, um, the, the first thing we'd recommend is they all come with multiple modes. It's a little bit confusing, but it, it, sh it shouldn't be too intimidating. The first thing is if you're uncomfortably warm in your, in your house, 
try using fan only mode on the heat pump. It uses barely any electricity. It doesn't run the compressor. That's what happens. It just blows air like a ceiling fan. And two things there is one is aim it at you. It doesn't make the room any cooler. It makes you cooler. So aim it directly at so it's hitting you. And when you leave the room, you can turn it off. If it's not cooling the room, it's just blowing the warm or hot air around, but warm or hot air blowing straight at you can be cooling. So if one, use the fan on you when you're in the room. If the fan is not enough blowing straight at you, then we recommend you try dehumidify mode. What a lot of people find is a dry room at say 75 degrees Fahrenheit is completely comfortable and is actually more comfortable than a clammy cold room at mm -hmm. 70 or 65 degrees. If you go down south, I think you'll find every now and then you just blast the AC and it's not actually comfortable. It's cold and clammy. So dehumidify is, is energy saving mode. It's not as good as fan mode, but it'll, it'll make the room more comfortable without making it a whole lot cooler. It will cool the room, but it'll mostly dry it out. And then the last tip is if, if the fan's not enough, and dehumidify mode is not enough, go ahead and pop it in an AC room. It'll, it'll cool the room and dry the room and it will do it for about half the cost of most other air conditioners. So th those are the tips, um, and those tips are on efficiencyspain.com that we'd recommend for people who want to get maximum value out of the most efficient heating system around that just happens to make it comfortable all summer long too. Perfect. Uh, some of the things that I learned too, more general, not season specific, more general that have been a learning curve for me, and hopefully I'm right about this, so correct me if I'm wrong, but the whole idea of set it and forget forget it. So don't, don't keep playing with it. Find that temperature. It's often higher than you're used to that you're comfortable with and, and leave it. You know, I was like dialing it back in the, in the, um, in the evening and then read some of your pieces actually, and was like, Oh, I'm actually creating more energy that way. And then, the the, um, Oh no, those were the two things. It was sort of set it, forget it. And then it's always, it tends to be a little higher than you, than you, you might be used to with a, with a, Old, sort of an older system. Uh, I could have said it better. Said right, it and good. forget it. You and I were probably raised uh, with very accurate information on a combustion system. Set it down as much as you can, as often yeah. as you can, for as long as you can. Heat pumps are different. Yeah. Um, and even if you're going to go to sleep at night or leave the house for the day, you should set it and forget it. You're exactly right. There is another tip if you want to get really technical that we recommend for owners of heat pumps. They have an auto mode, which uh, it's good if you're running a museum and you have some artifacts that have to have a perfect temperature set and they'll go from heating to cooling, um, mm. but they're not a good idea in a main home. It means that in the winter time, the sun shines into your room where the heat pump is and it warms the room up. It'll flip to air conditioning in the middle of December and it will pump that free solar heat out of the house and you'll pay to pump that out. And on some cool summer night, when you finally have some relief from the heat, the house cools down more than the set point. It'll quick heat that house back up in the middle of winter, middle of summer. Um, so we say to set it and forget it exactly what you said yeah. and avoid auto mode. If you want to heat, put it in heat mode. If you want dry or fan or AC, then put it in that mode. But don't let it decide the mode because you might have some unintended. Another thing I've seen is leave, putting it on auto mode and firing up the wood stove. And the uh, wood yeah. stove heats the house and air conditioning. Oh, no pumps the heat outside and you pay to remove that heat you just paid for. So that's we, that makes us cry when we hear that people are using auto mode in a, in a main home. When heat yeah. There's no need for that. Yeah, that's a really good one. Um, well, so as we've alluded to, as we've mentioned, part of the success here is attributed to your agency, to Efficiency Maine and the rebates 
that are provide uh, pr that you provide combined with these passionate, dedicated, experienced local businesses that are developing this workforce to install them. Can you can you tell people what what rebates exist, what incentives exist, um, and then I also understand that there could be additional incentives coming from the federal government as part of this climate bill that was passed. So I'd love for you to just give people a lay of the land about what what um, what rebates they can take advantage of now and what might be upcoming. Um, I can. And the good news is the incentives are here. Um, so nice. we're very lucky in Maine to have had a program for years and we offer rebates, the rebates being a check that we send to you in the mail or send to your installer if you ask us to. Um, and rebates, we offer up to $2,400 um, for um, low and moderate income people and up to uh, $1,200 for anybody in the state. So that's rebates and they're available now. There's nothing to wait. Uh, you should, if you don't have heat pumps already, you should go to efficiencymain.com right now. Um, the other thing we have, thanks to the federal government, is available right now, federal tax credits. Now, mm. a tax credit only helps if you're paying taxes. If you don't pay taxes, you don't get credits. And I'm saying credit, which means dollar for dollar reduction of your tax bill, not a deduction that you get a percentage of it, you get 100%. And the federal tax credits for heat pumps right now is 30% of the heat pump project cost mm. up to $2,000 a year. And you can repeat it every year. Wow. Um, so that's Depending on income, it's either up to $1,200 or $2,400 in rebates, checks from Efficiency Maine, or tax credits of up to $2,000 per year. And they're all available right now. And all the details, and there are a lot of details, the details on this are all on efficiencymaine.com. Great. Um, well, I was fascinated to, to learn that heat pump technology can also be used for another um, common household appliance, your hot water heater. Uh, and I understand you also provide incentives for heat pump hot water heaters, too. Is that right? We sure do. All right. It's, um, a, it's very, very popular. Can I give you a pitch on water, heat pump water heaters? That I was trying to cue that up. Go for it. <laughs> I, answering your question literally, but I'm, I'm chopping it a bit. Heat pump water heaters are the best kept secret. Um, tens of thousands of Mainers own heat pump water heaters. And they love them. You, you wouldn't think anyone would love a water heaters. Not a lot to love, but they do. They love heat pump water heaters because they make a lot of hot water. Their tanks are bigger than most electric water heaters. They help dehumidify your basement and they can save more than $500 a year in electricity. Maine, thanks to some great negotiating with cooperative retailers and manufacturers, has some of the, has some of the, has the best prices for heat pump water heaters in the country. Mainers right now, while we speak, can buy a heat pump water heater for $429. And I'm not wow. talking after tax credit. I'm not talking waiting for a rebate check. I'm talking walking in to a Granite Group distributor or walking into a Lowe's or Home Depot and paying $429, $449, or $549 um, and walking out. Um, the reason that's uh, hopefully people just caught that I said it saves $500 a year in electricity and you could buy one for under $500. So if you can install it yourself, it'll pay for itself in a year. Um, and the prices that we have the best prices in the state, listenefficiencymain.com. Most of them are, all of the ones I just mentioned are instant discount. There's no waiting for a check. Amazing. Um, so you can either hire, uh, um, install one yourself and pay for it within uh, a year, 
or you can go to fishnetsmain.com and find an installer. It, it can be installed by anyone um, and still be eligible for that discount. So we, we have got probably one out of every 10 heat pump water heaters in the country coming to Maine right now. We are the, the, the nation's leader by far. It's very exciting. So I would suggest very people cool. consider a heat pump water heater as their very first step. It, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I And I actually just read a Bangor Daily News story about how, how there's a factory in Bangor. I think the company's based in Brewer, but the factory's in Bangor that manufactures these heat pump uh, water heaters. And they just got a big boost in financing. That's going to support an expansion of about 200, uh, an expansion, 200 new jobs. I mean, that just proves once again, the clean energy transition means more jobs for more Mainers. Um, you, then you've got all those installers that are installing this technology. Um, well, we're going to wrap up, but I just wanted to find out from you moving forward. What do you see as what's next for heat pumps in Maine? What more needs to be done to ensure that we're doing everything we can in our buildings to stay on track, to meet our ambitious greenhouse gas goals, to give people that economic relief, those cost savings that you've talked about. Um, what can folk, what, what, as you're thinking about what's next, what are you, what are you guys thinking about? Well, I think what needs to be done is precisely what you are doing right now, Colin. We need to spread the word um, on actions that people can take right now, like literally today. Um, there has never been a better time to invest in energy efficiency. We can't control energy prices, but we can control how much we use. Mm -hmm. And heat pumps, be they for heating and cooling a house, heating water, drying your clothes, um, can cut bills in half, they can increase comfort, and they pay for themselves. If what the rebates don't cover, the energy savings will. So that's, I commend you for what you're doing. We just need to spread the word and tell two friends, have them tell two friends. The technology's here, the installers are ready, efficiencybean.com's got rebates and financing technical information. So it's, it's in our control. We can, we can make a difference right now. That's great. Well, Andy, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with us about heat pumps. Um, when, as I said, when we moved into our home, one of the first things we did was take advantage of your rebates, uh, to replace, uh, several old propane heating stoves with heat pumps. And our experience has just been fantastic. We love them. That dehumidify function is, I think I said this earlier, I, I forget if I did or not, but that's one of our favorites. It's a really, it's really great on one of those hot and humid days where it's like you said, the heat's just like lasting and not going away. Um, and I and as I mentioned, I also really appreciate all that follow-up efficiency Maine does to provide those tips and resources to people on how to maximize the use of your heat pump. The last thing I wanted to do was just thank um, you, but also the entire team at Efficiency Maine. I know you guys work so hard every day to make sure we all have the tools and the resources, the incentives to transition to safer, healthier, more efficient and comfortable solutions for our homes cars, businesses. So thanks to you and the entire team there for all the hard work. Um, Andy said it several times, but I had a pitch here to visit their website, efficiencymain.com. It's, it's got a ton of great resources. You can learn about those incentives. You can get those tips. Um, if you're interested in an electric car, you can see what models are out there. I mean, it's just a great starting place both with education, tips, tools, and resources. So I encourage you to visit that. And Andy, thanks again for joining us. Colin, it was a pleasure. Thanks for helping spread the word. 
Thank you for listening to Maine Environment, Frontline Voices. Since 1959, NRCM has been tapping into the power of Maine people, science, and the law to protect and enhance the nature of Maine. To learn more about our work protecting Maine's environment, visit nrcm.org or follow us on social media at NRCM Environment.